All right. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. It's me, Zoe. But this week I am here joined by the gorgeous Tash Guthrie. I'm so excited to be chatting with her today. So hi, Tash. Hey, Zoe. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. I am super excited to be chatting because I nerd out on, you know, all things launches and online courses and memberships. So I'm so excited to hear your story today. Um, But for those of you who don't know who Tash Guthrie is, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your business? I would love to. So yes, I'm Tash Guthrie and I'm the founder of the Time Creator Suite of Products, the podcast, the planner, the community, and of course the membership, which I'm so excited to talk about. Uh, Traditionally, I am a primary school teacher, so chalky in the classroom, (laughs) Monday to Friday. Um, And I run my business of a night and a weekend and have done the whole time. This is my seventh year launching the planner. And currently, just to throw something completely different in, my family and I are travelling Australia full time. Uh, We have three months left of our 10-month journey and we are currently in Kununurra, WA. Wow, what an adventure and I feel like a dream for so many people. How have you adjusted to life on the road, like going from the like set, I guess school has a very routine environment (laughs) yes structured (laughs) environment and then to go to to life on the road was the like did you like how how'd you find the adjustment well personally and as a family the adjustment was completely fine it was so natural we caravanned many times before like not to this extent clearly but you know we had had so much experience in doing that and we packed our whole home up and moved in and I thought there was going to be a little bit of an adjustment period but we were pretty well straight in the swing of it straight away which I was really really pleased about uh we we left at the end of term four last year so it was like we'd finished school we were going on holidays and then that holiday just sort of kept going so that was okay so that was okay um from a business perspective it has been the most challenging adjustment Mm. and I still haven't got it because I have in my brain that more time means more time and I'm all about time we'll talk about that but more time in a caravan living on the road with your family in a 21 foot box together all the time is not more time it's actually yeah. less time than you think and trickier to juggle as well. So it's been, uh, it's just been a real challenge more so yes. than I thought. Yeah. And thank you for being so candid. Cause I think that is the ultimate, like people are like, oh, I've got an online business. I'm just going to take it on the road and, and, you know, nothing's going to change. I'll just do it wherever we are. But you are 100% right. Especially when you've got smaller kids that require they want attention. They need supervising. It's not like oh, if you water. had teenagers, yes. they can just yeah. go and, you know, you can be like, go to the, you know, the kids room in the caravan park yeah. or go and play on your bikes. But when you've got smaller kids like you and I have, um, mm. yeah, they need supervising. You need to be like eyes on 24 <laughs> seven. I know. And I liken it really to um, those of you who are mums having your first baby and you have this, I don't know, maybe everyone's different, but I had this view that, all right, I'm going to be on maternity leave, which means I'm going to be home and I'm going to have more time to do these things I haven't been able to get to do, whether it be house jobs, sorting your photos in the categories, making photo books, whether it's 
doing the laundry that's a whole story of mine that is a real pinpoint of my whole business journey is laundry I, I can talk about that later if you like um you know but I likened this trip to the same uh excitement that I had going into maternity leave that I'm going yeah. to have all this time and we've come on the road and I'm thinking I'm going to have all this time because I'm taking full-time work out of my Equation. you know nine to five you know yeah by my routine and yeah. it's been the same smack in the face reality that I had when I went on maternity leave for the first time the time is there, but it is not free. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a free for all. Well, you're trying to, you know, see things and, and do things and th- like a, one once in a lifetime kind of stuff that, yeah, yeah, I can imagine it would be um, like hard. You'd be torn between like, do I send the family off to go and do that adventure or uh, and stay home in the van and do work or do I just except that I'll do that later and I'll go, go with the flow <laughs> one that actually happened one of Amelia my daughter she's 10 and her favorite memory favorite thing she's ever visited was on one occasion where I chose to stay back in the van and I missed it and oh. that to me will stick yeah. with me forever that yeah. her favorite yeah. part of the trip so far and that was back in South Australia and that's still her favorite part of the trip and I missed it I wasn't there yeah that's I'm mm. sure there's plenty of those moments as well as a parent like even not traveling that we've all yes. kind of had those moments where it's like but you know um we just we just get on with it I think sometimes too yeah so well yeah. that is so so exciting so um you've got your physical product obviously that if you don't know the time creator people you need to go and <laughs> learn more about it because it has changed my life um and the tame your to-do list I have that sitting on my desk and even my husband um who was reading a book about that same kind of concept was like oh ah, that's yes. very cool <laughs> ah very nice <laughs> so yes so you've got your physical products but yes what we're kind of here to talk about today is the the online membership community so tell us a little yeah. bit about that Okay, so um, as you said, I started with the physical product, which is the planner, and it's built on a framework that I developed around planning, how we, the things we choose to get up every day and do should relate to our greater values and vision and goals that we've set for ourselves. Otherwise, we're we're out of alignment and going sort of off the track every day. So if you're waking up every day and getting to the end of the day and going, oh, I didn't do anything I really wanted to do today or I needed to do you know, their choices we've made that have taken us off course. And the planner was the first step in, in this process because it was showing people what to do. Like here's a, a tool that you can use and it will help you to bring that to life and to connect everything really nicely. What was missing for me was helping people to learn how to maximise it and how to plan and how to leverage their time and how to become more productive in the right ways. And as a teacher, I'm really naturally geared to wanting to teach, educate, help, show, guide, all of those things. So it was uh, the next step for me was to create the membership. And that really showed people, okay, well, here's the tool and here is how I'm going to show you how to really leverage it. And here are the hacks and tips that can really change the way in which you go about your time um, and and spend it. And time is like, it's such a pain point for so many people. Like every day you you speak to someone, I'm just so busy. I didn't have time to do that. We were even just saying that before we started recording, like, finding that two minutes just to do that one little thing is proving really challenging at the moment. And um, so it's such an important thing that we, 
we can't get time back. So we have no. to make the most of it. We do. And you just used a really interesting word, finding time. So one of my mindset things when I started this business was around we don't find time. Time is there unless you literally drop dead right now. The time is there. Uh, we don't find it. We have to very, very purposefully create the time for the things that are important. And that's why I've called it the time creator because we're not time finding, we're not time seeking, we're time creating. And it is about going, this is important to me. So I'm going to create the time, carve it out really purposefully. And I'm going to do X, Y, Z in that time because it's important. I love that so much. And I like, I've obviously been in your community for quite some time now. I think I'm maybe onto my third planner, Um, but I still never would have like, I've obviously heard it before, but never really, like it's never really sunk in. And that makes so much sense Yeah, because I'm all always saying like, I've got to find time for that. But really like being more purposeful with what I'm actually spending my time on is probably like that 10 minute scroll on Facebook. I could have been, you know, doing something else that was, gonna bring me a little bit more joy yeah yeah or maybe closer to your goal or what you're trying to do yes yes so when did when did the 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 membership launch so it actually launched right as COVID kicked off it was the July (laughs) yeah it was July 2020 and that was a really interesting time to launch. I'd just done um, Tribe with Stu McLaren. I think he's, is it the membership experience he calls yeah, it now? Yeah, I think so, yes. Yeah. So I had done the membership experience or Tribe with him and uh, I'd done his free training and I decided to launch off the back of his free training, which was incredible. Highly recommend. It was his three-part series. I got up at four in the morning to or three yeah. in the morning, whatever it was, to watch yeah. it. And <laughs> I felt like I had enough information to go ahead and do a founding members launch and so I picked a date it was 12 weeks ahead join tribe or the membership experience and I launched it uh in the July 2020 so we've just what? turned two. Oh my god well happy birthday that is like that really <laughs> is um a milestone to be celebrated particularly yeah. I know that there are a lot of people out there that um because memberships can be a slow growing type of um digital offer whereas um like courses you know I feel like they can you can kind of grow I hear stories of them growing a lot quicker whereas particularly in terms of revenue if you've got a monthly membership subscription like it's not going to make you thousands and thousands of dollars in the first um months because it's often they're that low cost so you need to go low cost high volume kind of um model versus obviously high touch high cost low you can go lower volume yes yes and so was there a reason um that you chose a membership over a course I mean that memberships are definitely the thing at the moment I have a membership I know probably 50% of my membership community are membership owners also (laughs) yeah because it makes sense I actually started out creating and this is I'm just going to put my teacher hat on here because I can't help myself when I think about when I put together the curriculum or the syllabus so the what I'm actually going to teach um, 
for the membership it actually was going to be a course so there were I had an a, um, an acronym curbs and the c-u-r-b-s all stood for a different section mm-hmm. of the course and that's how I was going to do it it's going to be I don't know six to eight weeks or something like that and each fortnight we would look at one of those uh, elements and then I just kept thinking okay I've been doing this for so long I've got so many content ideas And then I listened to the tribe or the membership experience um, founding members launch and looked at how he looked at the success path. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the success path is where people come in at point A and you get them to point B through various steps. And I was looking at that and that was pretty well my curriculum or syllabus I'd created for the course. But I was like, but so much more content could go into this. Like, where do I cap it? How do I know that I've covered enough content in this course to get people from A to B? Um, You know, is it going to be too long? Like I've got so much I could talk about. Nearly everything can relate. (laughs) And and so I thought, okay, well, once listening to that training, I thought this is going to be perfect as a membership because I can start with the basics, Mm -hmm. start with the success path, start showing people what the skills and knowledge they need are from A to B. And every month I can just add a little bit more content in and people don't then can just stay as long as they need yeah. uh, to yeah. be able to work through the content that they would like. And I think that's, um, it really was when I listened to, to the success path and Stu talking about that, that that really made sense for me, and especially as an educator myself, that made sense yes. to Yes. And I guess too, the other thing, and it depends on your course topic, obviously, but um, courses are like a sprint. So it's like we we take the, the yes. framework and we learn it in six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, whatever it is. Um, and then we're kind of left to our own devices. So you, you do that sprint yeah. of like, okay, well, I've got everything under control, but then life happens or you get sick or your kids, you know, throw a spanner in the works and, and you don't then have that support that you had initially. So I do love mm. a membership model for the continued accountability and community aspect as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we've got membership. Um, how did your founding members launch go, if you're happy oh. to share with us? <laughs> yeah, that was so much fun. Um, the founding members launch, because I had a warm community already, uh, you know, it was like people were looking for the next step. They were like, oh, I'm curious to learn more from you. And because, sorry, at this podcast. stage, how long had you had the time creator product and commute? Like, you've got a Facebook yes. community as well for that. I launched it at the end of 2016 okay. for the 2017 year. So, the 2017 year was the first publication. So, they'd had 2017, 18, 19. Yeah. And I launched 20 at the same time or very similar time to the membership. July is sort yeah. of that launch okay. time. Yeah. So that's a good um, three or four years of yeah. audience yeah. building, of community people. building. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, it was it was just like I don't know why I didn't do it sooner. Like I always had plans to do something, but yeah. I never did it. Um but yeah, so that was the next step. So we launched, I launched to just my community in my email and my free Facebook community and basically did a, look, I'm going to be launching this thing. It's going to help you do, uh, you know, create more time, leverage your time, increase your productivity, great hip, you know, tips and hacks and things like that. Yeah. And I yeah. just said, you know, it hasn't been built out yet. Uh, you would be coming along on the journey with me and helping <laughs> me to really, you know, frame what it's going to be. 
Uh, and I had, I was open for about, I think, five days. I'd have to check. And I, I had 38 members join. And wow, that's incredible. Yeah, I was I was really pleased because I really wanted 20. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on, 20. Yeah. And then when I got to 38, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. That's amazing. And I still have some of those founding members with me today, two years later. Yeah. I feel like almost the timing was almost perfect because people would have been looking for those productivity hacks of like, I'm at home with the kids more now. How are we going to structure our days and our weeks? So that so yeah. it would have been nice to have that kind of place where they could go and get some yeah. resources. And, and then obviously that went on a lot longer than we were anticipating. <laughs> still, still going on for a lot of people. <laughs> yes, it sure yeah. is. So that is super, super exciting. So since then, what um have you kind of stuck to one kind of launch strategy since then or have you mixed things up experimented a little bit I'm generally a creature of habit I must admit Um, I'm a big fan of using the same like almost like a rinse and repeat system so that you're not creating more work for yourself particularly with you where um you know you are working nine to five and you've got your physical product so you've got so many moving parts so if if you're creating a launch from scratch every single time you go to launch like I can imagine the mental overload (laughs) yeah absolutely I enjoy the creativity aspect of it I like putting it together and although I say I'm a creature of habit I do tweak it a little bit each time so Basically, my philosophy for the launches are that, okay, I've got a community of people and I I think about my classroom full of children sitting on the floor with their legs crossed. The first thing to do before you hook them is to engage them. And it's the same in the classroom. I need everyone's attention. I need them to be, you know, curious and inspired. And before I then say, here is the action, here's what we're going to do. So for a lot of my launches, it really does come down to that. I've got my community of people sitting there on the floor with their legs crossed. No, not really. Um, you know, and my, my, my step is to engage them with something purposeful that they can do or learn very quickly, very easily. So to give you some examples of some of the launches I've done, in January, I always run a values and vision workshop. And it is the way, it is basically one of the first steps of my framework. So it's creating that, what is it that you want for the next 12 months? Because Mm -hmm. you can't go ahead and plan anything purposefully unless you know what you want. And it's really hard to know what we want sometimes. It's a very big question. So I've delivered that in a couple of ways. I've done it for three years now. Um, First one was all in the Facebook community. So I would deliver the prompt every day for five days in the Facebook community um the second year I went to email only so I delivered it all via email and that was a good way then to also increase my subscribers is mm-hmm. to have them on the email yes. and then you know they um, through the event they're being sent out the information and I we would have conversations in the community as well and then this year you challenged me actually to do something a little bit different And I made it a page on my website where I embedded the video of me actually talking through it with a PowerPoint. I recorded it on Zoom. So that that way then people weren't waiting five days because I'm finding people are extremely impatient. We're busy and they don't want to wait five days for the next piece of content. So uh, I decided that we would just put it up um, on one page, but I did every single day for the five days, still send an email with a prompt for that day, just to yeah. keep people engaged and 
you know, they might have missed the email or whatever. And um, that then led into my launch sequence. So, okay, you've done that. Here is the next step. So that's sort of one launch I've done that's the same but in three different ways. <laughs> I love that. And But, like, the messaging would have been very similar. So the, the landing page, the opt-in page would have been very similar. The emails yes. that you use to promote it before you start the challenge would have been similar. I'm sure that the actual content that you've delivered was probably very similar. So you, very similar. you kind of have all of those things. You just have to jump in and, and slightly tweak them, which is kind of what I build a lot of my my own philosophies on in my business and helping other people to launch. So I love yeah. that you've done that. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was good. And I'll continue to do that every year because it is the foundation step of the framework anyway. So I feel like it's really good content. People should do that before they come into the membership so that they're ready to hit the ground running. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the ones I've done uh, at the moment, celebrating our two-year anniversary. I'm running a planathon, so I've collated four of my best resources. Their downloads. One is an embedded video on my website, uh, which is actually one of the content uh, videos I've used for my membership before. So I'm actually taking a little bit out of my membership to put out for free. Repurposing um, at its finest. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> It, it was really good. It was actually, I did two versions of it. One was for my membership. So I was speaking to my members. Yeah. And the other one I recorded was as a guest for someone else, but it was the same content. So I was able to use that generic one, you know, hi, I'm Tash Guthrie. This yes. is a bit about me kind of one. Um, so I've basically got um, a checklist that went out on day one for planning. I had on the second day the Tame Your To-Do List PDF, the one you were talking about earlier, so they can print it. Um, I did. It is something I sell, so I also gave um, a discount code and a link yes. to the actual product as well. Uh, on the third day, I sent them one of my eBooks that I wrote years ago and then just revamped recently, and that was around uh, 101 self-care ideas. And the fourth one is the video that we just talked about. So I'm as a planathon, I'm actually giving away four of those resources, and oh, the next step will be to continue learning with me when we finish that um, tomorrow. Yeah, so, that's an amazing yeah. like journey too to take people on and giving them that little taste of what yes. they're going to get when they come inside so that for all those people that have absolutely loved what you've delivered, they're, they're going to be like, okay, tell me where I sign up. Yeah, well, it's a taster and that's my, my teaching style, my mentorship style, and they get to sample that first. And so it is like, if you love this, then here is the next, how's, here's how we can work together going forward. Um, so basically, even though that's still different, the planathon's really different to the previous one I talked about. It's still that hyper-engage and then release into the next offer. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think that's mostly what I've, in different ways, I've done uh, also launches off the back of new product releases as well. Yeah. Uh, so recently I did a Here's the New Product uh, Facebook Live and went through how to use the product and yes. then went into Here's the Offer so to get it for free. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, just same, same, but different. <laughs> yes, but it's, it's almost like because it's like content delivered over a number of days, it's almost like a challenge, like, you know, the... Um, if you're looking at like the, the strategy gurus and the things that are out there, but you've put your own spin on it. So it doesn't have to be a Facebook yeah. community. Like I know there's a someone that I've 
learned from in the past and the way that they do a, a, a like a, a five-day challenge is you create a pop-up Facebook group and you go live for five days and you deliver the content live in the Facebook group and um, and then that's where they can get to know you and and engage with other people and, and blah, blah, blah. But you've put your own like little tash spin on mm. what your version of the five-day or four-day challenge is and called it something not a challenge, which I think is also very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I also run the challenge in my existing Facebook community. So I've done pop-up groups in the past. They work really well, I have to say. Okay. But for me, if I've got, say, 200 people out of 1,200 people that are there for the Planathon, um, for example, uh, you know, it might still engage some of the conversation with other members that weren't aware that that's happening because we miss so much as well. I know, yes. On social media. So it, <laughs> it's sometimes I think, you know, if someone goes, oh, hey, what's this? I don't know about this. Then there's one more person that you can engage with that content that might not have known about it. Yeah. So I kind of have gone to running it in my free community just to, to help warm up those people. Yes, I love that. And do they feel fun to you? Like yeah I mean there's always going to be that like nerves before you do a launch because you know I don't think that ever stops but but do they feel fun and exciting and not like oh gosh I'm coming up to another launch oh my god (laughs) I think at the start it feels like that but then once I plan it out it's it's pretty good and I'm confident with my material and I think that's the the big thing when you're launching, you have to be really confident with the content that you're going to give. Yeah. I really like to have as much scheduled and pre-done as I can and then pop in for the fun chats. And that keeps it really light and good for me and also shows that I'm available to the participants as well. And they get to see that fun side of me too. Yeah. So I get to cheerlead them and encourage them and yeah, all of that sort of thing. Oh, that's so good. I, I, like I said, I totally nerd out over like hearing different um, people's uh, processes and systems for launching because no two businesses are going to do it exactly the same. So that is just so exciting. So um, as a um, seasoned membership owner, launcher, you know, you're two years in, which is a lot further along than I am only eight or nine months in, um, have you got any wise words, any piece of advice that you would share to people who are maybe just starting out or they're heading into their first launch or? (laughs) Oh, I could say a lot of things. Um, I don't know. It's a very exciting time for your business. If you are really uh, confident on your content and how you want to help people, that's going to come through when you show up. So that's the most important thing. Uh, my big thing, can I talk about one of my limitations? Is yes, that okay? Please do. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty well an open book. Um, un, not unsubscribes, but members cancelling is a really big mindset thing for me because mm-hmm. I've talked about this so many times with different people. <clears throat> As an educator in the classroom, my role is to engage the, the child, get them through the content, assess their knowledge and meet them at their point of need to make sure that they're continuing to engage the whole way through. In a membership, I have to like wear a different hat because these are adults coming in that I can't make sure that they're engaged all the time. It's their responsibility. It's not mine. And that's really hard for me as an educator to separate uh, what I've done for 17 years to what I'm doing in the membership. Yeah. And 
I have to remind myself that I'm not responsible for people's outcomes. I'm not responsible for their learning because so long as I'm showing up every single month doing what they are paying me to do, uh, that's as much as I can do. So when someone does leave the membership and there are many different reasons why, ironically, the number one reason is that they don't have time. So I'm like, this is a really interesting conversation because I'm actually trying to teach you how to have Yeah. Um, Oh, my goodness. You know, it's heartbreaking. And then I do the whole, well, what have I done wrong? I didn't meet them at their point of need. Why didn't I pick this up or pick up their... Uh, issue earlier Um, now it's too late and then I get into this really bad cycle in my mental state around failing people and it's a really I just wonder if I wasn't a teacher would I still have that mentality I don't know I've had I've had conversations with other people as well who have had similar kind of it's it's just um I don't know I guess it's we put so much love into our our membership areas and the yeah. content and the communities that we're building that um that I feel like we're always going to take it a little bit personally when when someone does leave yeah. not that it's ever a reflection of ourselves but it is just that like and I guess that is probably one of the the cons the, the downsides to a membership is that there are always going to be people that come and go like yeah you, you're never going to um retain a hundred percent of your members for the entire duration particularly as it starts nice, get, <laughs> I know I know particularly as it starts to get older you know five six years um it's whereas with a course it's like people just need to show up for 12 weeks they've paid their money they they then they can go and and you know be done with it but that is so interesting um and I don't think you're alone in what you have said there so thank you for sharing that with us because um there's a lot of downsides not downsides but there is a lot of um I guess limitations in uh in digital businesses that um we don't talk about we always talk about the fun stuff and the exciting stuff and the yeah, it's not always well. all fun <laughs> it's not always sunshine and rainbows <laughs> I've actually been able to use some of these experiences to improve the membership experience which yeah. I think is really important it was Yale Keown who is one of the she has the uh, email experience membership she sent an email at the start of the year that changed my perspective on my business and I have talked with her about this so if you're listening Yale then it's okay we've we know we've had this conversation um in that she sent an email out to us as her members to say that uh she's changing things the membership is xyz years old now however however old it was and she felt that now that there was so much content it needs needed to have some changes and I was like this is revolutionary like this I could do this this is you know is this why my members aren't retaining is it that the it's too overwhelming and there's too much content so I actually removed some of the offers I had originally, was very open about what was changing and what was staying the same. Mm-hmm. And I made sure I added more new things than I what I took away so yeah. that it looked like, and it was, that I was going to be adding more value, not taking value away. So 
um, I took the live component away, knowing that this trip, it really just wasn't going to work yes. for me to be on a, the first Monday yeah. of every month uh, at 8 p.m. going live with my children trying to go to sleep in a caravan. And I added things like planning prompts uh, delivered straight to the inbox every single month, uh, checklists and guides, um, you know, different things were added that were really practical. And my most recent change I've just made yesterday uh, is now that there is so much content in there, my members were voicing that it was hard to find certain things mm -hmm. they were looking for. So instead now of uh, being like, here are the masterclasses, here are the challenges kind of thing, I've actually recategorized everything into uh, subcategories or little, um, I've, I'm calling them Netflix style browsing tiles. <laughs> Love <laughs> so it. So instead now they've got, um, I know, so basically they look at the tiles that are available on, on their membership and if they're looking for checklists and guides, they literally click the tile that says checklists and yes. guides. Um, yeah. They also can click, you know, house and home or self-care or whatever it is that they're looking for, for creating more time for. Yeah. Uh, they can go by category, but it is also available via the success path um, layout as well. So if they want to go, well, I'm in stage two, they can go to stage two and see all the training there that fits in that stage. Yes. So they can search either way. So I think um, getting that feedback from members is really important and then going, all right, well, how can I make this a more user-friendly experience for yeah. them? And that's what I've done in the last couple of days is work on a couple of those things for the members. And hopefully if it, I feel, I feel like if it's easy, you can retain easier yeah. if you make yes. it easy. Yeah. And Otherwise, that's, um, yeah. that's what people want. Yes. Yeah. They just, and particularly with memberships that end up growing <laughs> quite, like there's a lot of content. Yeah. You're adding new things every month. I add new things every week, which is, um, yes. you know, they're only tiny videos, but it ends up with a lot of content. So I think you've really nailed it in um, listening to what the, the members are saying and, and kind of, I guess, looking at things from their perspective as well and saying, okay, mm. well, if I was logging in as a member, would I find this easy to navigate or yeah. what, what can I do to improve this? So, ah, oh, that is gold. I, um, I always should start these episodes with that. Make sure you've got a notepad and pen because I know you're going to need it, but <laughs> I always end up getting to the end and saying, okay, guys, you might need to go back and re-listen with your notepad and pen because there were so many good, amazing tips in there. Um, and you've also given me a few ideas for my own membership now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you today, Tash. I know everyone is going to love this episode. Um, now, your membership is open all the time. So if anyone wants to come and check out um, the Time Creator Momentum, where can we, I'll pop the link in the show notes, but where can we find you online? Yeah, so tashguthrie.com.au. So it's actually under my name, not my product name. And Instagram, I love a good chat over there. It's tashguthrie underscore, underscore time creator. So that's over on Instagram. Uh, the membership information, product information is all over on my website. So yeah, that's where to find it. <laughs> Fantastic. And as we are recording this, you are in the midst of planner reveal, planner cover reveals. So by the time this airs, they're all going to be um, released. So you can go and check out the new 2023 planner covers on her Instagram yes. page. And the ones that have been shared so far are beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> one more to go stunning yes oh it's such an exciting time well thank you so much for sharing with us today Tash it has been such a pleasure 
thank you for having me. This has been so good to just chat through everything that goes on in my head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, amazing. Well, thank you so much. I'll pop all of those links in the show notes, everyone, and we'll catch you next week for another episode. Bye.